Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Aloha and welcome to the Rainbow Wrap-Up. Oh my gosh, week one, or zero, I guess, is over. And we got a lot of feelings. But, um, you know, I'm I, I, there's no one else I want to share these feelings with. And, you know, of course, my boy starting off with Sean Iman. What's up, Sean? Yeah, zero is right. Uh, what's up, Wayne? What's up, Warrior Nation? <laughs> and I know a guy... A guy that's been hurting small kind for the last 48 hours or so, but that's our Lalo head, Shane Agno. What's up, Shane? Hey, what's up, boys? <laughs> uh, it's been a rough, rough week. Uh, you know me, uh, I bleed green and, uh, yeah, still kind of uh, moping around. Today was a long, long dragging day for me. Well, I mean... That's what that's what true fans do. I tell people, true fans, you go through the fields. If that team can dictate how you feel, then you're a true fan of it. I mean, if that's really for me, if I was to do a show on like what it means being a fan, because people are like, oh, you cannot choose the team, you cannot choose the team. But if the team is gonna mess your your day or your week or your year, maybe um, <laughs> you're a true fan. So, and you know, another thing about being a true fan, and this is something that needs to be said probably because we talk about it. We've had we've had Sean. Um, as the, um, the 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 perpetrator in the hate, some people were, mm. were um, calling him negative, and we know that Sean sometimes, and he admits this has to, he has to put out more Sean. I mean, I will never ever ever question Sean being a fan ever of anything. Like it's over my mind. It, it, the three of us, if anybody even tries to question us, like you are barking up the wrong tree. Like go somewhere else. And I'm talking any literally anybody that's a Hawaii football try like literally try so with that being said being negative is just is if, if it sounds negative was realistic really and that's what we've always been on this show it's real if you if you take it as negative then that's you do take it as negative that's not us being negative that's us just assessing the situation and the, the situation as it's been since we started live casting during the pandemic april 2020 it's now almost september 2022 and the fact is, we are still downward trending since that day, and it's only got worse. It took a colossal step backward on Saturday after a blowout loss. Um, but we're going to talk about first the good, because this is the good, the bad, the ugly show. And nice. Honestly, when I left the stadium, I was like, guys, I had a fun day. <laughs> well, and just for, for many reasons. First of all, I set my expectations at the right place because you know i i am ready for what's to come but some people may not be um but two and i get to go first this is my show but i had such an amazing time at the concert and seeing the green and uh, we said on this show before like you gotta have the you gotta have a, a band you gotta have a concert and honestly the, the school hit a home run i have to give it to them the green is awesome and it's literally one of the best bands in hawaii and, um i had fun obviously everybody saw me on the freaking jumbotron constantly over and over again um, but uh, I mm -hmm. was just in the groove. I mean, that was awesome. And that's what I want to do. I want to be like living my culture and being around my friends and having fun and having good vibes. Like that's how I want to go into a game every single time. And 
it was so fun. So I can't, I can't even start off negative because that was, that's an awesome concert. And I love starting off with a concert, but um, Sean, Shane, I, Shane, you weren't biased at a concert, so we didn't get to see you, but me and Sean were in the front row. Sean had, Sean had some honeys from both sides of him. Um, he's a married man, ladies and gentlemen, but um, <laughs> he was just, you know, um, immersed with the good vibes. And that's what I love. Uh, you know, we're just having fun and all the lights were on. So it's like nothing could really happen. It was like a middle school dance where they like, you know, keep all the lights on. Um, but it was so fun. And um, I don't know, Sean, just your assessment of, of that activity, that event as well. Well, I, I want to, yeah, congratulate UH for like, listening to you know like stuff that we've been saying you know we've been calling for this since we started this and uh the green was great you know wayne had his hawaiian flag and he was skanking the, it was it was <laughs> awesome like it was a great vibe and you know like we were walking out of there and i i was telling like mike like you know we're playing with house money i had a great time you know uh it, it was great um I love the food trucks. The, having the food trucks there was so amazing. I love food trucks. If you follow me on social media, you know that mm -hmm. that's that's totally like up my alley. And uh, it that and then being in 122 with all my friends, just <laughs> flanked by all my friends. It was yeah. just just look this way, you see your friends. Look that way, you see your friends. Look, I look up. I I'm looking at Lala head yelling you know so it, it, it those were the positives those were the things i i yeah. took away you know and it that had nothing to do with the game itself absolutely exactly th those were those were things that that like that will keep me coming back positive <laughs> a positive experience yeah the yeah. football the football needs to get better though <laughs> we'll get to that for sure yeah um <laughs> But we're going to stick with positives because we can take some positives from it because we know um, that we, we, you know, the three of us knew that our, 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 we've known that our program is in a precarious place. Doesn't mean that it's on life support. It's going to die tomorrow. But the fact is with the changing landscape of football and how much winning right now and having a good resume to even stay relevant on the scene and attract good players, because now players are going to be looking for NIL deals and looking for, um, you know, to get paid, really, because that's what's going to start happening pretty soon. You know, you want to be a, a player in the market, and it doesn't – we don't know if we're there anymore. But, um, you know, Shane, I know I – talking about 122, Sean, um, it was fun having Shane so close to us, for sure. Uh, Sean and I are in the same row, so that's fun. That's really fun on, both, on, on opposite ends, but basically mm -hmm. the second row behind the end zone, which is super fun. And Shane's up above us, but, Shane, you, little, look, you look a little cramped up there, Shane. I don't know if you're uh, – you're bumping into your neighbors or what's going on up there in, your, <laughs> in the woods? Yeah, it is a little tight. It's a lot different from a law stadium where you had those stadium seating uh, things we took for granted all these years. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. It was just so good to be around you guys, be around people that I haven't seen for a while from, you know, past games, a lot stadium time. But, um, yeah, the vibe, good. You know, I was fortunate to go to the, um, the three games that were open to fans last season. And seeing it half full compared to seeing it full full, oh, that was, like, a huge difference. It was, like, way more electrifying. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was good. And I, I, 
although small, I, I was already talking to Sean earlier, and I mentioned it on uh, my social media that, you know, although the stadium is small, I just like the feel of TC Ching. I like the, the, you know, when you look out and just the skies and you see the Stan Sheriff Center there and you see less more coming here. You know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's quaint. Not going, yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. no Aloha Stadium yeah. again. Yeah. I don't know, like how much we miss that place, but but yeah, and then the okay, so I was I was stoked with all the food trucks too, but okay, Sean, let me ask you this: because you're a food truck connoisseur, is that is the prices? Is that how the prices are when you go to like so, taste the Milani and stuff? So it's a little, it's a couple bucks more, but at they the said that yeah, at the game, but they said that. Um, they're taking a portion of their, they need to raise the price because they're charging them a fee plus a percentage of their thing. So they said they needed to raise their price. So, so like, I'm kind of used to paying that kind of price. It's just a little bit more, but I'm like, I would, I would rather pay a little bit more to get the variety Mm. than eating another Sodexo hamburger. Mm. (laughs) Like I've been eating that like 200 times. You know, yeah, okay, so yeah. what I'm gonna oh, say no, is this. Point. <laughs> I agree with Sean, but I was also spoiled because I have friends that like to buy stuff and then bring it to me. So I'm lucky <laughs> I didn't even have to stand any lines. Um, but that's because my friend is also pregnant, and I have to shout out my friend Mel, who's the front row crew from Low Stadium. She's giving birth um Tuesday, which is like tomorrow, uh, Tuesday mm-hmm. after the game, and she came to the game, came to the concert even. Um, but she also had some great Sheesh. pregnancy cravings that I got to take advantage of as well. Um, and she definitely spent some money at the Olay Thai place. And that place is freaking bomb. So the fact that you can have a good place, though, like Sean said, like, for one thing, the quality was great. Second of all, honestly, mm-hmm. pricing, like I said, I'm used to that kind of pricing, too. Like, it's, to be honest, twelve, $11 for a beer is cheap. Where I, where, what I use. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was saying, a lot of people aren't used to it, but I'm saying, this is how we're going. So if people think, you cannot take all the good everybody wants to keep being like yeah 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 we want to be doing this one like no 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 fam you have to realize that there's a price to everything which you pay to don't play. mind yep. if we got to pay to play but let's let's take our strengths and what we're good at and i think like we said the food the food offer is very good food or solid food offer i mean come on now like ube butter mochi i mean come on that's not something that we're gonna get every day so you, i got you ain't getting, having those guys there as well for sure you ain't getting that selection anywhere else in the no, no 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 yeah, that was good we so. even had they even have poutine come on guys i just came <laughs> to canada too hey and i had poutine there i was like it's kind of following me to the uh games now too um but poutine i mean i i yeah that's gonna happen at the game so for instance i know like for the when the rams have something you know, those L.A. food trucks, they, they'll take the prices down. They don't have the menus up. They wait until you order, and then you'll be like, whoa, 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 what did I just order? Like, So, I mean, I'm used to getting, like, totally, like, knifed at, at, the, at the register. But, you know, like, some people, like, I, well, Sean did purchase, and I'm not going to reveal Sean's purchase, but it was a delicious purchase, um, was his chocolate-covered banana, frozen banana yeah. dipped in nuts, which I thought was looked very delicious. Um and it looked really hard. So Sean looked like he needed to have very strong teeth. Hope he didn't lose anything or filling and getting no. it. But that was $9 for that. And that could be yeah. we'll that for some there. people. I mean, yeah. the banana itself costs like $0.10. Cents. The, the, the fudge <laughs> was maybe $0.05. Cents. But I mean, we can't think that way. But the thing is, like, that's there as a thing for people. So, yeah, like, 
we can't we can't bug you know it's the vendors that are setting the prices but they also have to be able to be competitive with the other people there so it's not like they're um you know trying to be too crazy but people just got to get used and that's a hard thing is like Sodexo, I think at baseball and even at San Sheriff was, has been pretty good to the fans, uh, but the, the selection has been terrible. I mean, the food quality is so low that they better have, they better mm-hmm. be cheap. You know, it's like you're, you're paying. That's what I'm saying. We ate good Thai food at the game, like the best Thai food on the island kind. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I had like this curry chicken, this pork, this sweet mango rice. I was like sharing. I had butter mochi. Sheesh. <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah. I, I i was like this is the best food i've had ever uh, uh game ever so that's another <laughs> thing like that's another thing we said on our show though bring the food trucks like the two things we talked about that's why we're raving right now that's how you want to get fans the best fans the number one two and three fans happy in the freaking program do stuff like that that's period and that's end of story and i'm not going to add be added for that because that's the truth and the thing is when we're talking about going forward into the future we're talking about sustainability of the program always. We're not talking about just what's happening on the field and X's and O's because we're going to have a lot to talk about that. But we're talking about what would bring people back, like Sean said. And for my friends, a lot of it was food and just hanging out with friends. And that's the two things we talked about. Hanging out in Section 122, which we've mm-hmm. um, kind of built up already, you know, mm-hmm. and that's why we had friends in 120, in 120 and as well in 121 and as well in 123. We had a bunch of friends there as well because we told people, right? We were hyping it like, guys, we're going to make it. Yep. And we did hype it. I mean, we were up the whole time. I was up. I was basically standing most of the game in the aisle. Sean was standing the whole game. Uh, Ryan was up the whole game. So the thing is, like, we were doing our thing in our end zone. We were making noise even on first, second, and third down. Because even when you're on our red zone, that is our end zone when you're in our red zone. So if you're a student listening to this, or if you're a student that knows students, when you are in the red zone, and that's your end zone, and your team is on defense, you better be so loud. You better be the loudest you ever freaking were at that game. I'm serious. That's not the time to go to the bathroom. That's not the time to do anything else. Talk on the phone. Because when they're in the red zone, that's when you need to be so loud. That every, nobody, they, that the quarterback cannot do your job. Do a, a do his snap count. <laughs> and the thing is that bothered me. Vanderbilt went to the red zone. The student section got really quiet. And that's, um, and you know, maybe it's not their fault, you know. but. That's not, that should never happen. I'm serious. Like, we want to talk about college football atmosphere. You guys want to talk about, we want to romanticize around campus. Guess what? College football atmosphere comes with a very strong student section. Strong as F, like not our level of hype. And that's extremely high level. And that's what Wisconsin kids will get to. That's what mm. Ohio State kids will get to. And I'm not just saying these schools because they're big and they're powered, because they have culture. You yes. know, you can be culture anywhere. Yale has culture. Harvard has football culture. Stop with this. Anybody like we have to be something. We're talking about being in culture and we have a freaking we have the best culture in America, the very best culture in terms of people being a local person. I am so glad that that's who I am. And we speak vision and we eat the foods like how lucky are we to be this part of America, Um, Americana, this slice and and have it blend with football. Um, There's no one like us. And that's why Mike Barker, we had on the show last week, who was at the game. Um, who was crying during the green concert, just seeing us dance, just seeing us be in our element. How beautiful is that? You know, I thought that was pretty cool too, because that's euphoria for me being in that moment. That's, that's what I want. You know, um, I wish our team played better, but I just want to feel like we're together and we're in a family and that's what we felt right for a brief, for a brief moment until the first quarter, we felt all of those feels. And then it kind of just flattened from there. But this point of what we've been talking about over the years is not that 
we need to cast a shadow. It's just the reality of where we are right now as a program. The reality is now so, we are in, we are in ER support, life support. But Keep but going. I mean that being said, UH did their we they got all the people there, and then yeah we score we score a touchdown, and then boom. Okay, so let's put this into perspective and let's talk about coaching because that's something that needs to be talked about. We're going to talk about specifically Timmy Chang versus June Jones. And the reason we're going to talk about it is because is the reason we still said back then. Um, and the thing is, uh, Timmy was dealing with a with very his, – his, his cupboards are real empty, even though, of yeah. course, he's not going to say that. Why would he say that leading up? So, of course, no, he, he, he said he has he, the best – he said he has the best coaching staff <laughs> in the nation. So that's well, I mean, and coaching staff he could he can control, and to be honest, a little bit disappointing, right? Because who do you know? I mean, it shows who you know is the people you hire, and there aren't right. many veteran. I mean, it was good to see Sun got out there, but even he was overhyping the team. I mean, really, for and he's a nice guy, he's a great guy. We don't expect him to say things that are negative or cast a shadow, but to be realistic, that's what happens, and that's why that's the difference between hiring a Timmy Chang, who was a political football. And hiring somebody who could really keep the program at least sustaining for a while just because of his name alone, just because of what he could do. And that was the difference. And Timmy Chang doesn't well, have that because yeah. he just doesn't, because he's young. That's, and he doesn't have that experience. But for people to just get stuck in the romanticization of a guy coming back is a disservice. I'm sorry. It's not about being positive for Timmy. It's, a, it's about understanding that he's not understanding. This is the thing. I don't mind Timmy Chang. I would love to see Timmy Chang be a, a coach for a long time in Hawaii, but it's going to take him at least probably five years to just catch on to what needs to be done. I mean, right now he's being baptized in the fire right now, but he can't yeah. change his staff right now. I mean, quite frankly, let's face it, staff is probably too young. Um, we talked about this before. We talked about this from the very beginning when he was hired, when he was like naming names and we were like, oh, Chris Brown, that's great. And there's some names on there that we're excited to see. But there's also people that are confusing and there's also people that are just young and like, it's fine. They need to get their feet wet too, but we need to build that into them. So um, saying like, we're going to go six and seven, like Dave Reardon. I mean, Dave Reardon, that's kind of almost embarrassing as a sports journalist. I hate to say it, but like he did himself a disservice. He really embarrassed himself. Like I, I, he lost credibility in my eyes as a journalist. And this is me being honest. And this is me. That's being friend saying that we're going to go six and seven and being like, Oh, I got to eat crow. I got to eat crow. Like, Bro, you didn't you you you're feeding a populace that doesn't understand, that doesn't get it, and you're feeding them stuff that <laughs> they don't know how to swallow. No, I'm sorry, like people on yeah. don't know how to be real. So because that being real being means being negative. So when stuff like this happens, we have an overreaction. Yeah. So sorry. I mean, you guys to me are overreacting because I already know what was going to happen. People on online are overreacting. Oh, I already well, saw it happening. We've been putting pillows better. pillows down since Timmy got hired. You know, the, the decision to go with Timmy over June Jones, you know, they didn't even negotiate with June Jones in good faith. It was just it was just so they could check a box and say, oh, we tried with him and move on. So, I mean, you couldn't you can't tell me that June wouldn't have done better because he would have he would have had a more competent staff. He would have had that team better prepared for that game on Saturday. But, and with you know, his network, let's be honest, he would have been using a transfer portal to his advantage and he would have been luring in a lot more kids for stop gaps, we, we which would he was have doing had, before the transfer portal as well. We would have had the run and shoot, which I didn't see on Saturday night. I saw a 
I saw an offense that would turn and throw the ball. Uh, they averaged, what, 4.6 yards a throw. It's just this dink and dunk stuff, you know, just uh, that. And they never adjusted. They were getting, like, uh, Vandy was getting base pressure. And we all know when you get base pressure, it, you're, you're done for. So, I don't know. It's It was rough. Like, our, our quarterbacks threw 50%, both of them. That's not going to get it done. You need to be at least in the 60s. Um, you know, our, our top two wide receivers, they didn't get downfield too, too often. They both got hurt. We have zero so, deep field threat. Yeah, we have zero deep threat. Zero. Zero. Not a so, single guy. You know, and I, I saw that uh, on defense, uh, the defense is the thing that really just concerns me the most. I just saw bad concepts. I saw bad angles, bad, poor tackling technique. You know, they didn't know where their help was. They had help to the outside. They would cut outside. So the runner would cut inside and there would be nobody there. It was just, it's just bad stuff, you know? And I'm sitting there watching the game and I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of good things to say, you know, that like, oh, we can build on this and build on that. That offense, defense, and special teams, we got whooped. We got whooped. We didn't make adjustments. And it, it's it, – the, the kids didn't give up, but it's just like they were just never in the game. Yeah. We were in the game for seven minutes. So, I mean – When the kids – and we're, this is not about the kids. And if people are thinking it's about kids, there's nothing to do with the kids. The kids can only do what they can do. We can – the kids can only do what they can do. Well, we can control – we talked about going to this game. Who, who's the coach? Dave Madeline could control who the coach is. He chose the coach. He chose the assistants. And we yeah. know that – it would be a nostalgic pick. We, he knew that it would be a job-saving pick. He knew that it would be something that could people could still rally around because, of course, we love Timmy Chang. We do. We love him. And we love Nick Rolovich. We do because he's he is a part of our program. But the difference and what, what we've seen now is, is the timing. Nick Rolovich was entering a time when he was ready to step into this. And it's a different time. So we're going to talk about, oh, let me, let's have Shane come in and talk about what he wanted to say for a second. No, because how are you guys, you was talking about the receiver, Shawnee, and they were hyping yeah. Jordan Murray, number seven, which, yeah. oh, he, like I saw him at the rally. Yeah, he's, he's got the size, he's got the build, but man, he had like one catch for four yards. I'm like, bro, yeah. what is going on, man? It's like, ah, uh, so, ah, uh, yeah. Like we said, I mean, we all predicted a loss, but man, this performance was, like you said, I, I, I can't see any positives. At first it was, oh, Parsons, Parsons, but oh, two costly fumbles. Those like, are brutal. Yo, return for touchdowns. Like, oh man, that's like brutal, man. After the first fumble, I reached over to Moku, who's been on our show before, um, who now, who sits in the front row in 121. And I said, Yosefa, I mean, it mm. felt like it, just the volume mm. of carries and then, because just volume of carries, you're going to get fumbles, right? You're just like mm-hmm. handing, handing, handing. Yeah. Eventually, their ball's yeah. going to pop up. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, no, no. And then after the second one, he never looked at me after that. <laughs> I was like, might be worse, honestly. It might be worse. Because at least, at least Joey, we can say, just go straight. Like, it doesn't even matter who's there. Just run straight ahead and get us three yards because he yeah, could yeah. literally do that. Like, no one in, like, like Mike Allstott or something, just freaking plow ahead. But you're, I, we don't have, like, what do we have? And, like, 
we have a guy that we don't know. We still don't know who Coach Shoemaker is. Like all we know is what we've known from him since day one. And let's face it, everything since Timmy Chang has arrived has been overhyped. We we already know this. People bought into overhype because we should have looked at it as Timmy Chang is coming in at a very precarious moment, and we're going to support him because he's a local brother. But we're going to be patient with him. No, it came in as this is the right guy. Oh my gosh! Bang all the drums. It's over. We found it. We're going to win. No, reality sets in after Vanderbilt. Reality should have set in for everybody. Like, we're in for a – we better buckle up because if yeah. we get to this season, um, I mean, I thought four and eight when we when we gave our predictions. I mean, I thought I was being at That's least – That's being too optimistic. Little nice. And I mean, yeah. even when we made it, I thought I was being yeah. nice. But then, like, Reardon comes out, and I'm going to have to keep playing Dave Reardon because, sorry, your columnist, be better, bro. Six and seven, come on. And I'm saying that we can't be six or seven, but we're so far. It's like we need players, too. It's like stuff that the coaches are really out of control um, of their hands as well is because we just don't have the personnel. And so the fact that when we came in and we we were guns a blazing and we, we scored on the first drive, yes. But we've also been practicing that drive like over and over for practice for months, like that exact mm. drive, specific drive. That's why we mm -hmm. skip drives. And that was even brought up that call the coach. Remember when somebody asked Timmy Chang at the first call the coach yeah. about scripting drives? And he said, yes, the shoemaker does that. So we know that this is going to happen. Come on, this is the first quarter. It's about from there on what the adjustments. And that's something we brought up again. I brought up on this show because coaching on the fly is not sitting at your desk and drawing up plays. It's literally a chess game and you're playing in it alive against the other coach and their coaches. Um, and for some reason we couldn't stop their queen, uh, which was, uh, I'm not calling him a queen, but the queen as in the queen in the right. chess, which is the most right. powerful, right. the most powerful, if you don't, if you don't play chess, the queen is the best, um, player in chess and their queen was like, their, their, yeah, <laughs> their, um, yeah, the king is literally one of the weakest, which is hilarious in chess. Um, but you know, um, the queen also on a chess board can do anything. She can go in any direction. Even vert, even diagonally. Diagonal. And, and he that's did. what happened. That, that's <laughs> what did. their quarterback was able to do. He was just incredible. And and he's a good athlete, but at the same time, like seemed like but nobody we, was, you know. We knew what they were gonna do. It was not a surprise, and we just couldn't stop it. We yeah. couldn't stop it at all. And that was so frustrating. They didn't do anything that we didn't expect. And they just shoved the ball right down our throat. Yep. So that's why, that's, why you, Shane, kept, yeah. that's why I kept cheering when you guys heard me. He can't pass. He can't. So <laughs> like, we all know that this guy going to run because he cannot pass. But we couldn't he even force him no, to pass. There, there would be three guys in the route, and they would just, you know, you just put just enough on it, and they would catch the ball and move the oh. chains. So irritating. Yeah, it was. We didn't get any pressure on him. There was no push on either line, you know, offensively or defensively. Yeah, no I think push. When, when I looked at the stats the next day, I think the, every player for Vanderbilt, their yards per carry was over like 10 seven. yards. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like the 10 lower, yards were Seven yards, and one guy had nine yards per carry, and the quarterback had like 12 yards per carry. I'm like, bruh. This is not going to win us anything. They had 600 yards of total oh. offense. Ridiculous. So, yeah. and it, you know, give them some credit. You know, they came over here. It's a long flight. They're SEC. 
But like, I just feel like we should have seen a more polished product out of UH, you know, just yeah. something. I mean, Vanderbilt in, is an SEC team, and they and so people. I mean, it is true that they're going to get some a certain amount of athletes, but I mean, they still play non BCS teams and lo- and non power schools and lose pretty frequently. So they really are at best a mid major team, at best another Mountain West team. Um, yeah. And really, at best, I mean, they they wouldn't win the Mountain West. Vanderbilt wouldn't win the Mountain West just because they're in the SEC. Mm-hmm. No, they would not. Absolutely, they would not. Um, but. Did they have solid team? Yeah, it's a solid team to play first. Uh, 63 to 10 is just out of control. And 35 points in one quarter is crazy to give up. So if they did that to us, what's Michigan going to do to us? Oh, I mean, that's why. I'm sitting there and thinking that during the game, I'm like, oh, my God, if Vandy's doing this to us, what the hell is at Michigan going to be like? So... But the thing oh. is, so let's talk about people talking about June Jones' first game, 62 to 7. And we talked about that again. I don't know if we brought yeah. you know, and the and the trajectory for June too was we turned it around that year, we went to a bowl, and the next year he it was the down year. And that was Timmy's first year, was June's second year, and yeah. that was our down year. So, you know, we know that there's always gonna be a transition. And June was probably lucky that Von Oppen had, of course, Ulbrick. He yeah. had um who on the offensive line? Lily. Adrian. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. How many? Who else did he have on the team already that was went to the NFL? He's like Jeff Ulbrich, Adrian, um, Clem. Clem. Um, was Sapoanga already on the team? No, Sapoanga. No, June got out. That's why. Sapoanga oh, yeah. is a guy. Yeah, Monowai. And that got uh, Vince Monowai might have been on that team. Might have been on that yeah. team. I don't think so though, because Vince Monowai I think might have slid a bit later. Uh, what about Keenan Forney? Was yeah, maybe Keenan Forney was on that team. Yeah. Um, like Keith Bonapa, I think, was on that team, and that's why he's the coach at um, – he was the coach at uh, Boise, right, one of the assistant coaches. But, I mean, like Von Uppen, as incompetent as he was of coaching college, he knew how to recruit, right? He had guys in. He was trying to install this West Coast offense. He was trying to do something that was really non uh, not cultural fit. And when yeah. he got fired – this was a time when UH still was packing, was getting over 30,000. We are still in the stadium. We, yeah. uh, and June Jones was literally an NFL coach. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's the biggest thing when you're comparing apples to oranges. One guy was an NFL coach. The other guy was a receiver's coach. Never, ever yes. was a head coach. Like, come on, stop. Stop. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of stuff when people say something like, bro, stop. Like, stop, 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 stop. Like, this is not even something to compare. And it's honestly like, it's insulting that people try and make huge parallels and then like, oh yeah, this sounds good. Let's let's retweet it a million times because that sounds great and that's gonna make everybody feel good today. Um, the fact is that's not even a that's not even a clear parallel at all. Period. Um, and June and a lot of things what happened in that game that's like what I said would happen in this game and what I said would happen with this season. It just takes time too to to. I mean, I'm hoping that there is some that that Timmy and this coaching staff will get to what they want to get to. Like, I'm hoping that that will happen. And, you know, the fact is, like we said, when he was hired, I, and I said this when he was hired, he probably has to be allowed to go 0-12 or 0-13. Like, yeah, he, he basically has yeah. to be. But, you know, people were already calling that we're going to go to a bowl game and all kinds of stuff. Like, um, and people are just not aware of where we are right now. So I'm saying that's the two different things. June Jones inherited, we had the stadium, our program, sustainability of the program, our program, was 
trending down at that time too. Mm-hmm. And like just now, but it wasn't trending down like it was then. I mean, coach, you know, Bob Weiner had us, well, we went to the holiday bowl 92, 93, 94. We were what, like seven and five. And then like Bob's Wagner's last season, we were maybe like four and eight or something, four and seven. Yeah. And then he got the boot and then like Van Oppen was like, what, three, four and seven, three, and then, oh, and 12. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that was it. Like Bob Wagner leaving, that was a guy that was enmeshed into Hawaii culture and people loved him. And people still, still is. Love him. Still is. Yeah. Van Oppen never got to that level. And that was part of his downfall. And June Jones hit all the boxes then because he was a guy that could be brought in. But other than that, not only was he an old quarterback for UH, very similar to Timmy Chang, but he had NFL head coaching experience. And <laughs> FL. Does, do people hear of that league before? Because it's not Nevada Reno. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what the N stands for. So that's the difference. Like, don't, like, it's, we're in a way different place. And right now, when it comes to five, 10 years from now, you're, I probably would rather Timmy Chang be the head coach than June Jones. But how do we get from here to that point five, 10 years from now? It doesn't mean we needed to hire him and be, give him the head coach right now. And that's what people need to realize. And the thing is, it doesn't mean that he can't do it. It just means that he needs a lot more practice because that's what's going to happen when you've never done something before, like be a head coach. So I'm okay with Timmy needing practice. I'm, I, if we're going to be married to this, if this political football, which is why he was hired, um, mm-hmm. then we need to give him the time. So we don't really have a choice. We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice, but we all. This is this is what it is. Yeah. I mean, but people want to spend time fantasizing and then yelling like, see, we did this or see like. Wait, that's that's why a Hawaii fan base is just really sad, but there aren't that many people left anyway. So whatever. People just gonna say what they want to say. How many people are going to be in the stands for Western Kentucky? Oh, man, I think maybe half. Yeah, Yeah. I'd say maybe four thousand. Yeah, Yeah. four five thousand. I mean, yeah. let's face it. The first game wasn't a sellout. It wasn't a. It wasn't a. It was might have been a ticket sellout, but it absolutely yeah. still wasn't a. Yeah, there was pukas. Man. Yeah, there are tons of pukas. Was pukas. Yeah, those pukas it was get hot. It so was really hot. Tell me when we're gonna get back to fifteen thousand. Tell me when we're gonna get to fifteen thousand again, because that can't even happen this year. Not that we would ever do it, um, but we're lucky that the NCAA is not gonna count our attendance figures this year. Because guess what? It's not gonna get above really six thousand probably a game, which is about as good as you know um probably kahuku or some other guys playing or st louis in the stadium that's probably about the same amount of fans that they get when they play there so i think that is you know like and that's what we talk about more it's like on the level of where uh football stands in on oahu is it important is it still important you know and to be honest, I think it's pretty important to do- Josh Green and Duke Iona. If I'm not going to get political because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nail them or name them both because I know Duke Iona and I know he really is into sports. I know him really well. Um, doesn't mean I voted for him, but I also know him pretty well. And I know that he's a guy that could be trusted to want to keep U.H. football around. But how long are we going to be able to keep politicians that are football friendly? It's funny how many people think the legislature is football unfriendly. Guys, they're keeping the program alive. They're literally keeping the program alive. So football unfriendly when we get up when we can show that we're used to it and really Rolo did get us to a point when we could show where we could go where we could have potential to win the conference is what we're talking about then we can make further developments and further um investments but why would why now would anybody make investment to the stadium especially in the state of the program like this I don't know who's going to fill 70,000 
And like, uh, what's going to happen now? I mean, we're married to the Timmy Chang era for sure. And I'm good for it. But my thing was, who's going to, is the program still going to be around when he's ready to, you know, um, ascend or take flight because it can't happen this year. And it's unfair to Timmy to think it could happen this year. So um, it can't because he's, he's young and he's trying to learn on the fly. But um, you, the honeymoon is over because people overhyped it. Period. That's what happened. You got over short honeymoon. Yeah. Holy <laughs> smokes. Yeah. That was rough. But it's still it's still funny to see how how people just after one game just say, ah, this guy, get rid of him. I was like, bro, it's just one game. What you expect for him to make one overnight miracle? It's like I mean, the thing, but people, the people that were going to leave already needed, didn't need much. I already said that even if we lost 20 to 17, which is what I predicted, people would have still found something to find for Timmy. Mm, They didn't need to look very hard, Shane. Let's be honest. honest. A blind person could have found enough pukas in the game plan and everything (laughs) else. So, I mean, that's the thing is like we give him, we gave him the, the lenience, but then people also started crowning him the Messiah right before game time because They've bought into media hype. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. We need to stop buying into media. This this show, for instance, this is this is content. And this is A plus freaking content. You can at me at that, like once again, because this is nothing you'll find anywhere else. The top fans of one program saying how it is for real. There's no other division one program. There ain't no other fans like me. You can go and go go catch the news again and go talk about that. But the hmm. fact is, it's not even a bragging about that. It's just the fact that. We've been through all of this all over and over and over again. You think I'm, think it's like unnecessary. You think it's weird. Like we sat through run up in 0 and 12. We sat through a lot of stuff. It's not like hard on us. The problem is knowing the context of where we are within college football. That's the problem. And, and everyday fans, even the best fans cannot see that. Even the best UH fans or the people that think they're the best UH fans on Twitter, they don't even see it. They ha- are clueless. And I can tell by how they tweet. I can tell by how they talk. They have, they have zero clue as to where we really sit in the, because right now out of 131 teams, where do you think we are? Do you think we're in bottom the bottom 10? And when ESPN yeah. comes out with the bottom 10, expect us we'll to be, be there. Yeah. We'll be paying rent. And if we're going to be proud about that, we'll send that to Shannon. This is the pride of what you, what, <laughs> what we are now. Right. I mean, where we are and who's brought us to this point. So, so, so like, yeah, spinning this forward. If that team is the team that we have for the rest of the season, we might not win a game. We might struggle to get one win, which is probably going to be Duquesne. So, I mean, they they need to get better. And I'm I'm hoping they get better because there's a ton of room for improvement. And hopefully they can win a couple of games. But I I just think that, yeah, the, the honeymoon is over. And, yeah, we all got served a harsh dose of reality on Saturday and like I was just sitting there like throughout the game just thinking uh I you know I'm gonna have to talk about this game and I'm finding it hard to find anything positive to say <laughs> about this team you know so, I mean we don't need to bring it up but people can just go and listen to the last week's show and just listen to the tone of the voices of everyone's voice I mean particularly our our poor Lalo head who had some very <laughs> harsh realities that he had to go through this weekend but the thing well, is, just, like, you know, the fact that the fact is, like, we're still fans. Like, I'm never going to question anyone's loyalty. Like, that's just, like, ridiculous. But if we're not, if you're, if you're not right. questioning where your team is at, you're not a fan. To me, you're not, you're not the true fan, honestly. If you only see things that are rosy, if you see anything that's rosy in your, in your wife or your husband, like, are you even a real human? Or maybe you, you love everything <laughs> about them, but 
let's be like flaws are what make people people like nobody is perfect nobody nobody's ever not everything is beautiful but in hawaii we try and put lipstick on everything like on all these pigs that and i love little piggies so i don't like using this analogy too much but we keep putting lipsticks on every pig and being like oh my god the pig freaking wet the pen again it's like yeah it's still pig like it's still tc ching it's still a, it's still yeah. a, worse than any most high school stadiums in texas come on by far yeah. and i mean it, it, it's being rivaled by the the stadiums on this island but yeah, yeah. high school stadiums come on now people need to stop with this this is the perfect like stop 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 using language like that's just that's not being a true fan that's just being like a toxic positive person and exactly. i don't like to bring it up because you know somebody who's listening to the show and i love him of course but we talk about this already like you have to you have to be able to see reality and reality is not positive always that's not even reality Reality is is taking ebbs and flows, and the fact is, in Hawaii, we've we ebb and flow so much, but people don't want to see the parts that take us back. They want to like right after Graham left, everything was better. Remember that? And I told you guys this. Yeah. We had a haul out thing. Sean even thought that Graham should have came back another year. I mean, let's be honest. Well, I, we I thought we were said stuck that with name, him. And once Timmy was hired, <laughs> everything was okay. Is it? No. No. But we had months oh. to, to play the violin and the ukulele and the rest of the orchestra and create a great opus and tell everybody yeah. that everything was wonderful again. But, and that's why I was pushing on our show last week, buying tickets for the rest of the season. You know why? Cause those, those buyers don't exist anymore. They're yeah. done. Yeah. They're but, done. You know, the people that were working really hard, they're like, Oh my God, I can't miss this. It's a sold out game. I have to be there. They're not coming next week. Yeah. Sorry. They already made up their mind. So the 4,000 of us that are going to be there, that's your fan base. And then the 4,000 people watching on TV at home, hopefully around the world. That's your fan <laughs> but, base. But the thing with Timmy was we wanted him, and what he has done is resurrected the culture of absolutely, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So he that, has that, done that. Yeah, but yeah. now we need to work on the football aspect yeah. of it. We, yes. and, that needs yeah. to come up, and that needs to come up tenfold. So, yeah. And that's why we said we love the parts of the program that represent us and reflects that. To me, re literally reflects us. He looks, he is a local person. So yeah, we're not saying, and, but of course, that's looking at things in a vacuum like that is not how real life is. Everything is political. This team is political. It's literally a public freaking institutions team. So this is a literally laden in political red tape. But people are like, no, this is just a thing that exists. And it's mythical and we keep giving it money. Like, no, it can die. It can go away. And I've said this for the last two and a half years. And you think those, those things aren't getting louder? Like Shane, the people that we're talking about are the ones already leaving, the ones that don't need any more excuse. The ones that you're talking about who are like, oh, they already turned their back because they're not fans. They're mm -hmm. not fans of this team. Yep. Exactly. We are the fans of this team. And the people that we, the school counts on, like the people you're talking about, they count on them as being fans. Oh, they're going to come back. Yeah. Where are they going to go? They're going to come back. Just wait. They're coming back. No, there's we, lots we, of other we stuff to them do. away, but <laughs> I'm not worried. They're coming back. That's how this school thinks. That's mm. how literally this school thinks. And I this mean, is where like, we are now, though. This is where we are now. Yeah. That's why it's me, you, my grandfather watching $400 worth of BS pay-per-view because that's what he has to do to be able to watch his team. Like yeah, I, I saw a lot of people after the game on Saturday say they're not going to buy pay-per-view based on that. They're saying True. nope. Uh, they'll wait. They'll wait till the next day to watch it. Yeah, if I mean, especially it, probably gonna get smashed. What's the point of yeah of watching? It? And my and my thing is too that if 
if UH football was was where it's supposed to be, where it's like the biggest show in town, which yeah. it should be, then you wouldn't have promoters making a T-Pain concert on mm-hmm. open night. You wouldn't have a promoter babyface concert on game night. You wouldn't have a former player, Tumua, having his concert on a game night because they would be like, oh, wait, 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 UH is playing. We go do them the next week instead. That's how it should be. Nothing. But Milani High School had their football game, right? It's uh, six o'clock, right? You know, yeah, right in competition. They, like it before, should all be on Fridays, right? It before be they used to be Friday. scared of them. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't even mess with that date. But now they yeah. they do. So, and I think that just shows you where the state of the program <laughs> is. Yeah, and I just want to emphasize so. because yes, we are being negative, but. We're not negative people. No, we're not being negative. We're, no, yeah, that's the thing. We're, we're not being negative. You know, we're, we're just, just saying the truth. Yeah, we're, um, you know, we're just passionate fans that's been following this team for years. I've been following this team since I was seven years old, since 1978. I've been the worst from <laughs> and I've seen the best, the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's the reason why we get so frustrated and so angry and so like criti- critical is because we want to see this team good we want nothing more but to see this team do good and yeah, what, we, there's, they, what yeah. they showed on saturday was not good and that's all we're trying to say is it, it that was that was embarrassing to watch and i know we're better than that and we have to figure it how if we want to be where we supposed to be that's all i'm saying i'll never yeah, like, give up on this team but i'll be here till i die if if timmy goes 0 and 13 it's not like i'm not gonna buy season tickets next year i still won't buy my season tickets but it's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. something needs to happen something that needs We're, to happen and needs to happen soon <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're critical. We're critical because we care. Exactly. And like, we we there's be like we want to we want nothing more than to like kiss this uh this department's okole and say you guys are doing a great job. But yeah. that's not what's happening right now. No. So we have to. There has to be something said about our culture, right? Like of who we are as local people. Like we we uh, we are about suppressing the negatives. We are about suppressing what's hard and not having difficult conversations because that's who we are culturally that's how we're born that's how people are but at this level of college football and how we're trying to be a a competitor amongst our mountain west counterparts even we need to be proactive we need to be vocal and the fact is people like to shower praise and give lay and kiss okole more than they like to say truth because we're not being negative. We're saying truth. We lost 63 to 10. Losing 63 to 10 is negative. <laughs> saying that we lost 63 to 10 is truth. Losing 63 by 53 points is a negative thing. Like mm. throwing for 50% completion, giving up 601 yards, giving up, I mean, let's be honest, giving up over 400 yards of offense is really, really bad. I mean, even if you win the game, people are like, why would you give up that many yards? But to give up 600 is an astronomical figure and kind of embarrassing for the yeah. defensive staff to give to we do that. We didn't even slow them down. Like, yeah. I, I fear for our spot in the Mountain West. Like, I just feel like, you know, yeah. we just continue right. on this, this downward trend. 
Well, they can drop us. Yeah. You know, yeah. we don't we don't fix our stadium issue if we just continue to just bottom out. So put it this way right now, and this, I think you brought up a good point. So if the stadium gets pushed back, like I said, 2026 or whatever, what did they say, 2028 or something? Yeah. I mean, we even if we grow the stadium next year and it's going to be, you know, just a bigger version of, let's face that ugly stadium because it does, there's yeah. no character to it at all. Um, that's going to be our home. And then we're not even going to be able to fill it. Then we're not going to get the 15,000. We're going to have yeah. to drop classification anyway. So I don't think, like I'm saying, like Mountain West doesn't even care like if they need to drop us or 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 Division One FBS because we can just drop ourselves. I mean, that's where we're headed, and that's why I'm talking about. And then the schools, and then the legislature is really going to have to think about: Do we give four million dollars to um, an FCS team? And um, you know, at that point, I'd rather have two FCS teams: have a West Oahu and a Monoa, or three with a Hilo, and like make a strong FCS. I mean, that's where, I mean, I really like football anyway. So if I want a sustainability, I mean, right now mm. we're in, we're the worst, we're in amongst the worst mid majors. We're not even, we're, we're not in the conversation. The Michigan game could legitimately be a bloodbath and might require a mercy rule. Like, yes. Yeah. And that's not we're even a joke. Like, people think we're yeah. being negative. No, we're being, we're being honest. Like the level of quality of athletes that they're putting in the field, stop. They just literally drafted Aiden Hutchinson and they're going to be, just like not even losing a freaking beat after losing a number two player in the freaking country in the draft. Like that's what kind of talent then that Detroit, uh, Detroit, <laughs> they're almost the lions, the Michigan Wolverines, <laughs> but like, it's not a joke. And honestly, it's dangerous to put some of, some of these guys on the field with some of them. And that, and I'm not even being a joke, but some of these guys that we have on our roster our and team are, is small. The field are small. Yeah. Like this isn't being like, Oh, you guys are being rude. Like, this is the truth. Like some of them could get literally hurt. It by some looks of the like a I mean, high school football team. You know, bless their hearts that they stay home and play for their team. And I, I, I honor them, and I'm, I, I support their hustle. But it's hard for them to compete with that level. It's just like facts. That's just facts. Like, and the players would say the same thing. Like when you go to the park, if you are a baller, like a basketball player, like I am, you know who the best players are. It's not like oh mm. my gosh, playing and we don't know. Like we know. I know when I step on the court and I'm playing against other guys who played in college or other, I played against like Lamont Murray who played against the NBA. When I play in California at my gym, I know what I'm stepping on the court with. Like I'm not an idiot. Even when I was in college, I know when the other team we're playing is going to destroy us. I, I'm just hoping that I can be competent. And that's the hard thing is that people in Hawaii are hoping that these guys win every game, like, which is hard because of course we're hoping we can win, but we need to pull away the positives more than anything. So overall, you know, Sean had his assessments and his report card. You can go look it up. Oh. Sean. Yeah, I had uh, what the, the offense F plus. You want me to, do you want me to look for it, Sean? I, I got it. Like offense F plus, defense F, special teams D D, and then uh, coaching D minus. Coaching D minus. Yeah. It's so the just, coaching was better than the offense or the defense, is what you're saying was better than the offense. I just <laughs> – I feel like I was grading on a curve because of the newness. So, oh. like, I kind of I kind of expected – I expected a, a more polished product, but, like, I wasn't surprised that we, we struggled, you know, based on – Yoro was a position coach before, and now he's a, a the D, D coordinator. So, yeah, I, but, I mean, the, I gave the, the green A – 
I gave the, food, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. the food trucks, yeah. right? A, you know, like, so I, like, I enjoy. I guess we have to give the food trucks B plus because their prices did not, yeah, did not well, prepare people for yeah. the prices, I guess. Yeah. So. No, but after you told me about them having to pay the fee and stuff, it, it makes. Oh sense. yeah, it's not free. Yeah. It's not free at yeah. all. Yeah, they have to give, and the school should yeah. be taking. It's like I'm giving you a captive audience to eat your food. You're you better give us but, some of the money back. It's probably at least fifty percent. That's the thing is, I don't expect there to be twenty food trucks now. That there's not going to be a sold out crowd. There's not going to be a need for that many yeah. trucks. So that in itself, there's going to be less for you guys. After Saturday, did it, it did it make you reevaluate? Say, do I got to drop the bar lower for these guys? For Timmy Chang? For like, what do you guys? I mean, the bar think? is still low for me. I mean, I don't have the bar high because we don't have personnel. Our bar was four. Our bar He's was four, and I have a I have a hard time seeing us jumping over that yeah. bar right now. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, four. I don't think. I mean, four is still going to be the max. I think at this point that I have them winning at this point. I mean, yeah. yeah. My yeah. updated win total is now two. Two. I still yeah. think we beat Duquesne and we're going to shock one team. This like yeah. they are like most miraculous right. non-mistake game. Well, I mean, for me, like we talked about last week. Sorry, Shane. I mean, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna get better as the year goes on. Like I expected us. I expect that we're gonna get better. Do we think that we're gonna start this low? No, but like we said, we went to practice. We were just at practice. I mean. Mm. I it was two weeks ago. Come on, guys! Like <laughs> we saw this, and it, I mean, you guys yeah. were really hyped about the team when we did the, the win totals, and yeah. we were still level-headed, four and five wins, the three of us. But you guys were definitely felt like you had to temper yourselves down and bring yourselves back down, and now you feel like you got to bring further further down, because let's face it, at our practices, we were watching the practice. They uh, it was still nerve-wracking, and it was like, how are we playing in two weeks? How are we playing in one week? How are we playing in, you know? The Charles Starp amount of days or whatever days it was that Sean Shane on had, had on this countdown, but it was just, it's just not enough. It's just not enough. And for Timmy, he's going to just need to take licks basically all year. I mean, he hasn't even gotten any licks from the media yet. I mean, well, when, let's talk about like, I, I was looking for articles and stuff and there seemed to be less media coverage and articles about this game than like usual. Did, did, yeah. did you guys notice that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I do because I have my HawaiiFootball.net. So I always, the day after, I'll always look and then I repost the articles. But it's like, wow, there was only like one one article. I was like, oh, usually there's like three or four. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, 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 so I, the same thing. Less people care. <laughs> yeah. Maybe well, I mean, the star advertisers care. And that's the thing is like, we have okay, so like for the level of our program where we at, I think mm-hmm. we have a legislature that's very nice. It gives money. We have three TV stations, and shout out KITV who did that piece on myself and my grandfather. I mean, thank you so much, and that was great. And for me personally, that was just nice to have a piece of my grandfather that I always remember a part of that because he is the reason. All the stuff that he tells me all throughout the years, that's all the stuff. Of course, I think about. Um, you know, as, as we, as I do, as I go to games, you know, my 74th game in a row that I just had. So at the end of the day, like, it's not even about just having opinions. It's about stating what we're seeing in front of us as truth and seeing what we are is, is not, is not great. And that the fact is like having Ohana day, 
having a sisterhood thing. Those are great things that to help the program, but ain't going to do anything for the what's on the field. It's, it's just not like, and that's the thing is like, I'm willing to separate those things out anyways. So, but we're not going to have the green every week. So we're going to take out one of the best parts. What are we going to replace that with? And I'm so, hoping they have another so one. Get, like getting back to that. I don't understand the thinking of, you know, it's a green out. Everyone's in green. And then our team is wearing black. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, what the hell? That's, my, that's what? my number one question of the week. And everybody's been replying to my question saying that, oh, because the team no more green uniforms. Like, no kidding. We had green uniforms the past two years with Todd Graham. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we well, no that, more green uniforms. I don't know. So it just like, seems stupid to make it a green out and then the team wears black. Yeah, and to exactly. be honest, after Timmy, after Timmy answered my question on the call the coach about the throwbacks, and not honestly, that was the worst answer he's given since he's been here. And it tells me yeah. he doesn't understand the rainbow logo. Like he doesn't get it. And if he doesn't, if he thinks he's just gonna sell the, the world on black and silver and white, yeah, and yeah, be June yeah. Jones, he has that he have- is not June Jones for A. And B, we need we had a green out, everything green, but we're wearing black. That just yeah. looks dumb. It looks dumb. It looks yeah. stupid, honestly. Half the people at Call the Coach was wearing UH rainbow throwback stuff. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, that's facts. Okay. That's what I'm real. saying. If Timmy mentions that up, we're gonna. Ha- he needs to get called out because, brah, you you're not figuring it out. You're listening to the wrong people. Sounds like what some other coaches were doing too. Listen to the right people. The shirt he was wearing had rainbow on it. The yeah. Adidas shirt. <laughs> exactly. That's, well, that's our school color is green and white. You cannot get rid of that. No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I think we got bigger fish to fry than the, yeah, the, the but jersey. But then yeah, yeah, it's just, just yeah, it's, a, it's mildly irritating. So, and that's yeah. why it's we have bigger end. fish to fry, but it's obvious, Sean. So, that's what I'm saying. It's not about bigger fish to fry, it's about the fact that this is all a part of one freaking huge ass fish that we're yeah. still figuring out how to fry. So, it is a part of it. It is a part yeah. of it. And the acting, and like I'm saying, always when coaches take that approach, like, oh, let's disregard that. We have bigger things. You can't even do with the big thing. How about we start with the small things like that? Because you clearly mm-hmm. cannot do the big things. That's the easy thing. Having a throwback night is the easy thing. And it will bring people out. If even if you're zero and seven, it will bring people out. Period. Yep. That is the point, and that's why it's not a just a small thing. True that. And that's why when people say things like, "Oh yeah, I rather," dummy, this is a part of why we come. This is why people come. They come for the freaking type. They come for reasons that you and I don't have to come for. The three of us could would go watch them play at freaking Pololo Elementary School. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I would. I would. And that's the thing is like, people don't get, so when we're making, and I go to more stadiums than definitely anybody listening to the show. So when I tell you what I see at other stadiums and I'm not seeing it ours, you better listen to me. I am authority on that. Come on now. I'm telling you, like, it's, it's a joke in a lot of ways. And like, Mike is such a nice guy and he loves Hawaii and he's going to be positive because he knows that, but he goes yeah. to every stadium too. He sees what they all have. Of course he loves on campus. Of course we love the charm of that. Of course yeah. we do Shane. Like, of course we do. We do love. I love to be a part of it, but Hawaii doesn't even know how to have an on-campus stadium and make it appropriate yet either. And I'm willing to give them time, but we time is definitely ticking. I mean, time is ticking. I mean, if this season ends, which it will, um, which pr- well, almost 100% will end in a losing One, season. Yeah. Well, whether it be a really, really, really bad losing season or not, it's going to cause more people to leave. So unless you're going to 
when all those people who want to keep hyping the train go buy more buy those people season tickets don't talk to me and go buy 20 more season tickets because that's what you guys need to do to make up and they need to stop talking about being positive and stop being negative no you go and buy more tickets or you go and come to every game like me and then you can tell me what i should should be doing <laughs> the best that most people can do is come to games yes and support yes but be vocal about what should change don't just accept don't just accept that things are supposed to be the way they are we are accepting that we can't even have green jerseys on the field or in the freaking uh, uh the, the the school store doesn't even have jerseys yeah. like well, talk about the school store. There was That's only a joke. two racks at the H zone in the Stan Shara. Two racks in the middle of the store. Like That's all they had for the whole game available? Two, two racks. Oh, so there was no H zone at at TCG. No, there was, but maybe, maybe they took all this stuff to the Okay, I mean, out. no, I yeah. heard there was an H zone at TC Ching. So there should no, have but been. like I went I went be like I went up and used the bathroom before the green concert, and I I snuck into the H zone, and there was only two racks in the middle of the store. So maybe they took it down to the football, you know, the TC Ching complex. So, well, one shout out to the UH band. I didn't get to shoot them out. First of all, they played amazingly, and they were yes, um, they're good, killing it. And they took I our went, spot. And they finally <laughs> got they, so at least no, the kids took our spot. Um, and they were yeah, but they moved them play. over. Yeah, they moved them over and they took our spot. Last well, year, yeah, well, actually, I bet well, I bet that the school didn't even plan on having the band sit because of all the seats that they'd taken up. That's what I'm saying. What did we sell out? The band was was able to sit down and all the students were there. So what did we sell out? We didn't sell out anything. We we sold about maybe five thousand seats. Like I'm saying, once next week's numbers come, then we'll see who the season tickets are because season ticket holders. A lot of us overbought season tickets too. That's why we all had extra. But I don't mind my two seats if my mom can't come or my dad can't come. I don't mind mm. sitting in two seats because it's a very uncomfortable bench. So it's better <laughs> to have two spots than one anyway, uh, quite frankly. Um, that's, why I, that's why I didn't sell my other seat. I don't sell my seats or give it away to anybody because I rather just, I mean, I'm running around anyways. Uh, but I, it's just uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, Shane, you look like you're in a little bit of a anchovy can up there when we would turn around and see you like <laughs> yeah he gets the, the seat backs though oh man that's a great that was a great investment it's worth it you know because oh, i yeah. sat uh, i sat on the benches like all last season and oh yeah i can't it's a lot it's a lot more comfortable with these seat backs so yeah Good. I stand up most of the game. I'm not even sitting down. So I just need to run around, run to Brad. I cannot. I cannot oh, because we people, can't see the score. People get mad. I went, I went sit. When I went uh, to look for food, came back, and then me and Terry switched seats. And then, oh, the girl behind me got mad because my Lala head was hitting her. I was like, oh, <laughs> <she's> sorry. <laughs> so I was like, I have to smooth my seat. I was like, oh, man. Jeez. Shout out to the lady in back of Ryan, <laughs> Ryan and Rita. Oh yeah, irritated that we were standing. So, oh, she told you guys sit down. Uh, she was complaining rather loudly that we weren't sitting down. So, <laughs> so another thing that the band, another thing. Okay, that's true, but you know what? Stand whatever. People need to deal with it. Um, I know, but I, I try not to block. I stand and I sit down. And I stand and sit. But I, I mean, on defense, I'm gonna stand. Like people need to stand on defense. And also another reason I can't be challenged because I'm freaking going nuts the whole game too. And I'm freaking jumping and doing all kinds of stuff. Other people can do that too. Other people can kill. And especially when we're on defense, especially when they're on our side of the field, 
If they're within <laughs> 20 yards on your side or the opposite side, get loud. Should, on the should be making it hard harder for them to yeah, communicate the point. and to score. Yes, this this is a tutorial. And we yeah. were doing that at Aloha Stadium very effectively. Even with 10,000 people, we could still do it effectively. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know how loud it got really got in our stadium. I don't I didn't think like it got super loud. Aloha Stadium is not that. at all. No, because it's an open space and the sound just yeah. goes up. Yeah. And there's not too many people there. So and we're far apart from each other too. Yeah. The sidelines yes. are pushed back too. Yes. Yes. And that's there's why a, the end the zones. Tracks. Yeah. Yep. And that's why the end zones need to be even louder because that's when you're closest to the action. That's where we are, you know, right there. So I mean, I thought our, our end zone, we were getting everybody into it. I was disappointed in the students. They probably do need a hype man or somebody, a student that teaches them how to freaking song leader get or crazy. Like that. Or the, the cheerleaders should go down that side yeah, more. Exactly. They, right. they do, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, they didn't. They, you know what, there's, yeah. But there's, there's like no room between the field and the – remember, they, they have those cushion things, and it's like it's right – the end zone is right there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you had to pull it back to go use the bathroom or to go out. Remember, we? Yeah. It was so close to the field on that side, which was nice. And it was hard because it's a very small space. Um, yeah. But they need people in, in the fan. They need, like, people in, in like, captains, like how we have at soccer yes. games. Capos that lead, and they, they're in the stands with everybody. They don't need to be the cheerleaders. They just need to be students who are like, okay, right. right now, guys, defense. Or the very basic cheers, like – or when yeah. the team is in the red zone, just like as soon as third down, second down. If if you are on the goal line, particularly, you better be so freaking loud. I mean, I could I was embarrassed by our student section. Like that, they're embarrassing. They they shouldn't be that mm. was embarrassing. They weren't loud at all, especially when yeah. they were in the lots they of room for loud. improvement, guys. So he said about a lot of things. So. Hey, you know when you guys go when you go to the road games, Wayne? Yeah. Do they still have the beer guys coming around? Hey, cold beer. Cold oh, beer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, okay. yeah. Yeah, they still have how that. How come we cannot do that? Even I think it's hard at our stadium. It's so tight. It's too small. In my opinion, yeah. And I don't yeah. think we have beer vendors, right? I mean, I don't think we actually have beer. I, like the school, I don't know. Mm. Like you would have to have somebody that I guess works for Sodexo or whoever does, whoever has the liquor license for the campus. I don't even know how they did it. And that's another thing too. There's a lot of, that's why I'm, I'm really happy that we had so many food offerings just because of all the red tape that Sodexo puts up to get. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that money went back to them. That's probably what they, money probably had to go to school and probably some to them. Cause I think, I believe they have an exclusive contract that says like literally any food on this campus must be provided by us. And some schools do have stuff like that in their right. So but well, you know, after, the, after this podcast, they're not going to be a sponsor of your show, Wayne. <laughs> I hope they are. I hope that Ube, I hope the Ube Butter Mochi is back because I was too oh. full to get to that. Um, and then I saw it. But <laughs> but like also the band selling those bags. I mean, if you bought those oh, bags, yeah, yeah, right. right. I mean, those bags are really cool. Eden and Love. Really cool bags. What were they called again? Eden and Love. Yeah, Eden and Love bags. Like, yeah. how hard is it to do that? Like, even they capitalize, like, A plus to our band. I mean, they sold those bags. They freshened up. Even the DJ, whoever was DJing the music, good job. Did a really freaking good job. I was singing along with all the songs that they had playing. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are things that we did control. It's just hard because the choice that this administration made to go with a coach that is going to need time, and we know he's yeah. going to need time, people aren't going to be patient. And that's who we are. We can't force people to be patient. Like, I mean, yeah. the people that are saying like, oh, whatever, Timmy's the wrong choice. They're not, like I said, they're not even fans. They might have been fans before, but 
they stopped being fans anyways. And now they're definitely not going to be fans. Now, then now they know they're only saying those things because on the way out, they just want to make sure that they made the right choice by never coming back to UH football games again. But, um, you know, Western Kentucky, we'll look forward to that. Like you said, the line is going to shift. I mean, what would you say, Sean and Shane, quickly before we close? Like, what's what's one thing you'd like to see on the field, on offense, defense, both in offense, that you would like to just see change for this game? And could be done. Because Shane is saying we need to needs to be done fast. It's impossible, Shane. Like, we already know in six days we can only do very, very, very little. But if, they're only, if there's something that they need to right away shift, I'll start with Shane. What is that then, Shane, on offense and on defense? Oh, man. Just basic fundamentals. I mean, I've never seen so many tackles. I've never seen so many players out of position. That, you know, that one uh, where Vanderbilt scored that easy touchdown is because we only have 10 men on the field. It's like, oh, come on, man. You guys can't got to play better than that. So just basic fundamentals and the offense, it just it didn't look like a run and shoot offense to me. I, I, I thought we were going to be passing a lot more and stuff. But as far as just improving, I mean, there's no there's nowhere else to go. But up. after a performance like that, there's just all you guys can can do. Is well, choose one thing, though, this week that they can do in a week, because I, I agree. Like, I think 10 men on the field like that. That kind of stuff will happen the first week. Like, yeah, we have yeah. a lot of new players. Let's be honest. Like, so I'm mm. saying stuff like that. I, I feel better, like, you bringing it up. You're right. I think I think they're going to watch David and say, like, guys, we're going to make sure this week we're going to have everybody on the field. So that's going to get better. Yes. On offense, um, I don't know, mixing up. I mean, what did we expect? We don't know who this shoemaker guy is. That's why we keep saying oh. that we're looking for this, but we don't know him. We don't know her. That's what they say I mean, girls, right? It's like. We don't like, it doesn't mean that he, we don't, but it's like, we have so many offensive minds that come to this Island. We don't know him. So what do you think would be something that could improve or you would like to see on the offensive side, Shane? Just one thing, one, one. A uh, better quarterback playing 50% mm. uh, passing is not going to cut it. Yeah. So we'll remember that. So we'll look at quarterback percentage next week. Do you think with that being said, Shane, and we didn't even talk about this. Three quarterbacks played. One even came back in the game. Um, and all of them kind of looked about the same, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe, maybe Yellen looked a little bit more normal at times as like what, a, in terms of like feeling into the flow. But I mean, I think it's, you know, the thing about being a player is that you're going to get better. You're going to learn from these. So I think all three guys are going to learn. But who's going to be the quarterback, Shane, for next week? Who's in your opinion? Who should, should be? Uh, oh, I I think I'm more comfortable with Shager. A lot of my buddies think they're they would rather have Yellen, but I don't know. He's a little Yellen, bit more mobile. Yeah, after Yellen came in, I don't know. He didn't do, do too much to me. I, I felt that they should have just let Shager in. So for me personally, I would rather have Shager. All right. So, Sean, offense, defense, and also quarterback for next week. So, on offense, I want to see the team go downfield more. I, the line needs to give whoever the quarterback is. I think he opened up the competition again. Uh, I think they're both going to play. Uh, I, I Just go downfield. I, this stupid four-yard, three-yard dink and dunk crap. 
get out, get it out of here. Go <laughs> downfield, make them be honest, take some shots, you know, uh, defense, geez, just more discipline, you know, assignment alignment. Don't, yeah. don't, don't tackle somebody a second after the whistle blows. It's just dumb mistakes. It's just the, it just needs to be a higher level across yeah. the board. I don't, I don't care who the quarterback is. I would, I would lean towards Shager based on his experience and being in the program more. Um, but even like special teams, I, I, this, the shank punt, I'm, I'm tired of it. Like he's a good kicker, but I don't think he should be our punter. So yeah. that's, that's what I got. No, I, I, I'm hearing for both of you because I mean, I, nothing is not everything is going to be able to change overnight. We have to be real with that. But like we, we clean up things like making sure the right personnel, making sure in the right spot. And like, let's face it. A lot of the guys probably came in super nervous too, because we hyped it up. A lot of these guys would not be starters on any other mountain West team. This is not a shot at them. This is the truth. A lot of them wouldn't be. And the thing is, so we're playing, we're playing really second string, third string type guys at this level and we're expecting them to compete for four quarters when it's really that's really hard for them i mean after a quarter and we saw it in this game i mean they they, vanderbilt scored on the first drive and then on the second drive the second half or they just scored five touchdowns in the third quarter so fast that they put the game away right away they just just delivered the knockout blow right away and it was like we weren't able to sustain at all um had we had made a few big stops had Panay Pavihi caught that ball, like those are yeah. all bonuses. Like I don't think we can expect him to do that. Like, but those would have been bonuses. Panay dropping that pick six, yeah, that got thrown into his hand. Right. Um, when they gave up that third down conversion on that fourth, that uh, wasn't even a. We thought it was a third and goal, but it was third and what nine from like from the ten or something. So they converted the first down on the one yard line, like, yeah. and it went through the guy's hand. Like those are all. Yeah the 50 50 stuff, right? Like we always said, like the 50 50 stuff, we don't, we can't win all the 50 50 stuff. We have to just hope to be 50 50 at least. And like, it's like, we lost out on both of those. Like the Panay thing should have, at least would have been nice to have that pick six or at least stopping those guys. Because I think if the score had been 21 14 or 17 10 instead of 21 10, once it was 21 10, it just kind of, it was just hard to break it down to one. And then once they went 30, once it was, you know, then it was 56 10. I mean, yeah, right away, 56 10 in the third quarter, um, by the end of the third quarter. So, um, you know, that's what we're talking about is like letting these teams, letting these games get out of hand, um, is because, yeah, we're not, uh, first of all, we were like running, we were on the goal line or we were at the line of scrimmage, um, within what, 20, 20 seconds of the play, the play clock, like, Gone are the yeah. days that anybody huddles and actually talks about what they're going to do and goes to the line. It's like, yeah. okay, let's, we have the play, go to the line. Okay. Wait, like, this is like, I mean, there's a lot of Bo Graham F stuff that we Yeah. And then they yeah. all stare at the sideline getting the yeah. play. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. this to do their emotions on the sideline. If you saw the, those yeah. huge, those huge white backdrops. So him and Graham clearly have their own ways of doing things as well. I mean, Timmy doesn't have his, doesn't have the wristbands at least, which bothered a lot of people, but a lot of people also defended. Like we have to say, a lot of people are defending Graham to the death. So of course we're going to expect people to defend Timmy, but the ones when they stop defending, they just go away. And that's the ones that are not true fans. 
people that are able to, you know, like the ones who are think they're going to be positive, 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 and everything's going to be great. You're not a fan. You're just trying to get people to think you're the best fan and that you're the most positive. Like that's not a fan. You're just like, you, you need to see the good and the bad and on everything and the ugly. That's why this show is the good, the bad, the ugly. And we <laughs> were able to properly give you, you know, um, examples of all three because we saw all three. I want, on- I want to add one more thing. I saw it on offense and defense. Like one of our guys, falling into another one of our guys, taking both guys out of the play. I saw that on both offense and defense multiple times. And that just should not be happening at this level. Yeah. Not not now. Like, no, it needs to stop. I don't know if you guys saw that either. I think, and I know I I see that a few times. What do you think? Okay. What I say for the beat Western Kentucky, we must blank. Mm. I'll start. I say to be Western Kentucky. We need to have it needs to be tied or we need to be winning at halftime, in my opinion. Like I I, I don't think I don't I think it's impossible for us to come from behind. Mm, on I, this agree. Team. I agree. I agree. so I mean that's gonna be my rule for this game. If if we're losing at halftime or if it's not tied, if we're tied, I think we have a shot. If it, but if we're losing, it's over and people are gonna go home again early. You need to oh. be front runners. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. I totally agree. And I, I just think we need to just clean it up, clean up everything. You just play at a higher level. So. so cleaning it up, how would you succinctly put that though? Into something measurable. How would you say? Uh, something, something we can measurable? measure. Yeah, because I'm measuring put, I'm gonna we're so, gonna be yeah, putting putting points on the board and keeping them from putting points on the board. That's you know well, I mean also something but... clean might do with penalties, right? Like Sean Br- Oh, Shane absolutely. Yeah, Shane brought up 10 men on the field doing stuff like penalties. That. How is that the play in the second quarter where the guy was wide open? There nobody even covered him in the end zone. It's so stupid. Yeah. Can't so happen. I mean, so maybe if the team has more tackles than the other team, or the team has more tackles than last week, what what do you think is a measurable way that you can say not get bullied, him? not get bullied on the line, both lines? So. I say we need we need to pressure the QB. We get there was no, no pressure. QB, no there was QB nothing. pressure at all. Yeah, nothing. If we don't like figure can... out how to pressure the QB, every every opposing QB is gonna just pick our defense apart. We That's need to. We can beat West Western Kentucky if or it, what's the blank? And I it cannot be vague. It needs to be something measurable. Like I gave you a measurable thing. Okay. Zero zero yeah. at halftime. Whatever would work. 13-13 at halftime to me would work, but. What is just cleaning it up is not something that because you can't tell boys just clean it up. When I was in college, our coach, we had to have measurable goals like every week. This is our goal. Our kill percentage. We will not have service errors. We have less than two service errors every game, period. We play volleyball. That That's a rule. Like, that's the rule. Like, we know we're going to win if we have less service errors. UH does that, too. Right. UH doesn't matter if they're service erroring. If they have more kills, if they have more aces and service errors, which they always do because they're an amazing service team. They don't care about the service errors. So what we're saying is like when Western Kentucky comes into town and they're not an SEC school, um, they're not a bad school. They're a pretty good mid-major, but they're in read range of us. This is not Alabama, but mm-hmm. what can we, what, what is the rule? What, what did Mike say last week? If whoever scores 28 points first is yeah. going to win. So that's a rule. That's what I'm talking about. So give me something that we can look on next week and say, 
Oh, okay. I see what you Six, mean. 63% passing completion percentage, 125 yards rushing, and uh, what, like 300 yards passing. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that would be a lot. 425 yards of offense would, would be a lot. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. Because mm-hmm. our no, no, defense. No, no, and that's stinks. what I'm saying. If that's what it takes, then that might what it takes. So, and I like those are all doable, I feel like. And by my opinion, I feel like those are doable under the personnel we have. Okay. So I like that one. I like that one because those are all rules too that have to be followed and, and, and. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it'll take that. What about you, Shane? I'm looking more for defense. Because okay. I was told defense, bro. I want like three <laughs> quarterback sacks. What happened to eight? Oh, that's against San Jose. That's against San Jose State. Uh, I want he's not drunk three, anymore. Shane's not drunk anymore. QB so QB sacks. <laughs> okay. I like that. Seven QB hurries. I like it. Six QB knockdowns. Oh. Two interceptions. I mean, I mean, but give us stuff. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. So what Shane and what Sean and I provided were goals that they could probably uh, possibly attain. Like you you're you're asking for things that would be hard for Boise to do even is to get three to get I mean okay, in my uh, opinion, in my opinion. I might be wrong. I mean I okay. mean I think I think getting more than two quarterback sacks a game is a lot for a team. In my if for a team that's not big, you know what I mean? If okay, I'll I'll, my, I'll say because if we get at least three sacks, I know we're putting pressure on the QB. Okay, okay, like, Marble. okay, that's fine. Three sacks, three is fine. sacks, okay. three sacks, and at least if we get two turnovers, one I like it. Okay, okay, one fine. Fumble. fumble. Yeah, okay. I, I like think it. that'll be difficult, but doable. Like, I, that's yeah. why those are good. Those are good things. And I think if we told the team, I think if Jacob Bureau said that too, guys, if we get three, which is tough, but doable for them. Hey, right? Then they we, get, we then they get a helmet sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Get but, Did like, anybody uh, get a helmet sticker? Oh my god, week? that's oh. hilarious. <laughs> I think Ill Manning might get a helmet sticker. Oh. He pancaked some guys. Okay. Yeah. But you saw the ripping. Well, I saw some good like what when some uh one of the GBs ripped the ball out of their receiver. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I agree, Sean. I think I think we could get two turnovers, Shane. I mean, I think that's possible. Like, I don't think that's asking too much. Three sacks is a lot, but that's not asking a lot. I don't know what Western Kentucky's O line is going to be like, but mm-hmm. I think that's manageable. I mean, I think it's going to be uphill battle. Like you said, sixteen point underdogs. That's going to be, um, you know, something that is going to be colossal to overcome. Obviously, we don't talk about the spread that much because we don't we don't gamble on our team. Or against our team, the three of us. I think that's kind of uh, something we've all talked but about. It's, it's it's feedback. It's it's telling yeah. you where the program is. Exactly. It's and Vegas yeah. is very close. Always. Let's be honest. Vegas. Yeah. They 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 have money on the line, so they're not fooling around when they put up. They don't have emotion when it comes to when they make lines like, "Oh, this guy played quarterback for them twenty years ago, so therefore, like, no, 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 no. That's not how Vegas runs. We don't. They don't run on nostalgia and good feelings. They run on what they see on paper and what they saw on the tape last week, Vanderbilt versus Hawaii, which I can never watch that game ever game. And that was an embarrassment. Um, so let's be honest. Um, but three rules to live by for all of us. Uh, we had Lalo heads rules last week. So thank you to all those who, you know, came out. It was awesome to see everyone there. 
um, at Agave and Vine. And let's do that again this season. Hopefully, I think it'll be fun to do it again this season. If and if not, mm-hmm. like we said, not even if our team doesn't have any wins, we're, we'd still do something like that. It, that's, yep. that's the thing about us. Like, we're not going anywhere. And with because of that, we can say whatever we want to because we ain't going anywhere and we already proved <laughs> what we've, well, who we are when we, as long as we've been here. We've already proved that. Um, and this alone, too, is just another... Um, the show is, is just proof of what, what we do, what we know. I mean, I encourage people to go back and listen to all the old shows because guess what? I was right on all this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad because all the stuff I said come to fruition. So, I mean, the only thing that I needed to take back and there's only because I wanted to be nicer was losing only by three points. Cause I really thought the nostalgia, even what of the first game would at least make us play harder all the way. But yeah. Um, once the game got away from us, it was never coming back. We have no zero chance of getting back into that game once it got out of hand. Um, and that that is not a good sign. Absolutely not for for the season. But we are still going to be there next week. Western Kentucky, I think if we beat, we, we beat Western Kentucky, if we do, um, we can overlook Vanderbilt. Yeah. Vanderbilt, is with, right. Vanderbilt is gone. I mean, so that's the thing. Even with Timmy right now, um, even with the p- position they're in right now, if they beat Western Kentucky, he has a really good chance of erasing Vanderbilt. I mean, Michigan is, is a loss, basically. I mean, if we beat Michigan, I'm running on the field at least half naked, maybe fully naked. I love it. Um, I mean, this is a promise, and I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'll get tackled by security <laughs> running with in my underwear on to, at the big house, and you, you can record this if we beat them because that's literally what how much emotion will be going through my body anyways, but also <laughs> the improbability of that happening. Let's, I mean, I, I would probably just let it all out. Who knows if we beat Michigan? I, I'm not even kidding. Like <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't be able to scream loud enough. Like none of, you know how like you would scream so loud, but no sound would come out. Like, it'd be like, <laughs> like that. Like I would be like, I don't know what to do. So before so, I get to yeah. the level of euphoria, if that happens in like Timmy, like he's pretty straight, I would say at least for this year, we can forgive everything, but that's a lot of pressure to put on him. Like we just hope we can. Ooh, I mean, I'm just scared for that game. Let's just be Western Kentucky because Michigan and Vanderbilt, we had as a loss. You guys yeah. thought we were going to be Western Kentucky. I still think we're going to be Western Kentucky. And I still thought we would get three wins. Like I'm expecting us to go 0 3 until Duquesne anyways. So I just want to show improvement. Like you guys said, you got to tackle better. You got to mm-hmm. freaking be in better position. That yeah. can change week to week. We cannot change the players week to week. They're not going to get that much stronger in one week. They're not going to get any faster really in one week. They're just going to have to be smarter and listen to their coaches more. But um, this has been another great show. Thank you to all that's been really supportive. Uh, HISportsfans.com. Make sure you check it out. HISportsfans.com slash tours, especially for our latest tours. We're going to be in Michigan in two weeks and seeing these Rainbow Warriors. And we're also going to be at the Lions-Eagles game and eat at the Hall of Legends because that's what we do. We're about the experience at Hawaii Sports Fans. So come to Hawaii Sports Fans. Um, come join us in Denver on the road. We're going to see UH football at Colorado State. We're also going to see the Broncos and Jets. But we're going to do some fun things in the Rocky Mountains like going to a railroad experience and even go to the Coors Brewery because, you know, nothing's fresher than a Coors. I'm, I'm not going to do a Coors commercial, but honestly, it's not bad to be at the Coors Brewery just to experience the, the taste of the Rockies because it's super cold. Uh, okay, that they're not paying me for that, but we're going to go there anyway because <laughs> it's a Colorado experience. Um, but mahalo for all that supported us. We'll see you on Saturday in Section 122. Come say hi to us um, and continue to support. Mahalo for all you do. And we'll see you on Saturday. Go Bows! Go Bows! Go Bows!
Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com.